Toma had been raised as a communist. Matter of fact, she didn't like Christians at all. And when she found out that there was a Christian living next door and that Christian began talking to her about Jesus Christ, well, she wanted nothing to do with it. So she moved away. She couldn't stand it. But then one day, she turned on her radio dial and she found the new hope in Jesus Christ. You see, God had applied the ISAV in her life that's spoken of in the book of Revelation chapter 3 about Laodicea. It changed her life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm actually sitting on a stone here that was once a marble statue. Apparently the Christians <laughs> used it as a sewer cover. How did all this occur? Well, today we found out because we were able to talk with an archaeologist who's running a huge dig here at Laodicea. We are so fortunate because most people do not get the opportunity to do what we've done today and we get to share it all with you. The city is located in a small valley, about 40 miles east and inland from Ephesus, and just a few miles from both Heropolis and Colossae. This valley is a natural route of travel from east to west. It is located in what is known as the Gate of Phrygia. The great camel caravans came out of the east, down through the Gate of Phrygia, and through Laodicea. From the east they continued to Ephesus, Miletus, and also up to what is called Izmir today, but was Smyrna in biblical times. The city was founded by the Seleucid king Antiochus II and named for his wife Laodicea about 260 BC. So the first dig started in 2002. Uh -huh. Now, until that time, there was nothing here at Laodicea. All of this now has been what all of you found. Yes. Can you show us some of those areas? Yes, can we look yes, at some of those? Yes, can we go? Okay. We can go. How do you ever tell how it all fits together? Well, uh, sometimes it's easy to find the pieces uh, to, because to match them. They're all laying closely together. Yeah, of course. And also uh, the traces the bro of brokerage are clear sometimes. For example, we can say that this part belongs to this one. You can understand from traces. Looks very plain that they fit together. Yes. Yeah. So you excavate a site, mm -hmm. you get all the pieces, mm -hmm. and then you start looking, say, now, how does this building go together? For example, it's not uh, difficult to say that there are lots of blocks in front of uh, the building there. You can see a few ones that we call in situ, which means uh, Original in the original place. place. The original place. Yes. So you found them in the spot where they when always were. When we find uh, one in original place, we can uh, say that the similar uh, blocks uh, belongs next to it. 
You had mentioned to me that you found uh, exciting from something exciting from the Bronze Age that told you that Laodicea is how old? Well, Bronze Age, uh, second millennium BC, means 4,000 years ago, 3,500 about. Our recent studies uh, revealed uh, this material and uh, it changed the history of the city. So right now you're actually two periods of history are kind of mixed up amongst all the yes, artifacts most here. most of the ruins, two civilizations mix up, Roman and Byzantine civilizations. Now we're walking down, it, it appears like an old street here. Uh, yes, it's the original Roman street and also it's an extension of the famous King Road, which connects Persia and Syria to Aegean coast, Ephesus. So already it looks like you're building up the, the colonnades. This entire street was lined with big colonnades. Yes, certainly, colonnades. exactly. It exactly. must have been beautiful. Of course, you can see some, for example, bases also, which we found in situ, in original place. But some of them are Byzantine repairments. Tamara, I'm really glad that we could have a little time to spend today in such a beautiful location to talk about AWR. Yes. Proceed. I especially want to hear about your life. Good. I'm ready to share my story. Well, tell me about your story. How did you end up in the place you are today? I divide my life into two sections, before baptism and after. My parents baptized me at the Orthodox Church. I would have to say, I think I was a Christian. So the Orthodox Church is quite strong here in this country. Yes, of course, of course. Well, what, what did it mean to you to, to go to that church? Yes, I went to this church until I turned 20. After that, I decided that I didn't really need to go to this church. I had no needs for it. I was doing things like everyone else. It just didn't seem to you like the church was offering anything for you in the heart or the mind? Yes, that's true. I really wanted to understand and take to heart. I want to say that I was married twice, and it's in my first marriage. I didn't work out, so we separated. During that time, I needed someone to talk to, someone to share with. I couldn't find anyone, but I never thought that a church could provide me with that. So it's about this time then, as you're going there, you're, you're wanting some real food, you get a divorce, seems like maybe your life falls apart? Yes, that's right. All I had was my daughter, and I used all my time and power to raise her. But then later I find another man, even though I told myself I wouldn't remarry, but I found a good man, and I trusted him. I don't think I'm the only one. I believe there are a lot of people out there who are hungry for more spiritual life. There is never too much faith and spiritual understanding, but I contain it very little. Laodicea was a city of great wealth, commerce, and a Greek culture. 
It was prideful of its scientific accomplishments and scholarly literature. It boasted of a medical school where they developed what was known in the Roman world as Phrygian powder. Produced from clay found in the surrounding hills, it was combined with perfume and made into a salve for the eyes and ears. This salve was shipped all over the Roman Empire. Today, the chemical analysis reveals that there are no medical benefits in the clay. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, but our signal is on over 1,000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, satellite downlinks are growing rapidly, evidenced by the 100,000 plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. Following five years of excavations at the site, it was announced that they have found a statue head of the ancient Greek god of the underworld, Hades. Recent digs have also turned up a large number of marble sculptures, including ones of Aphrodite and Eros, as well as various historical artifacts such as terracotta cups, bottles, and coins. The excavations have so far been centered on an ancient street which encompasses a late Roman-era villa, a central bath, and a glass workshop. Now, you brought up an interesting thing for me. I see many statues in the museum that the heads are gone. What happens to the heads? Uh, there are two ways we can say the exact, uh, the certain ways. One is the head is most uh, easy, most brokeable part of a statue. When a statue falls, collapses, the first broken place is the head also mm -hmm. and the arms. And the second is after the acceptance of Christianity, uh, the Christians destroyed the heads. Oh, really? Of course, they destroyed um, because it's a paganistic god. And they used body. They destroyed the head, but they used body for construction. For example, in the walls uh, or in the houses, uh, or as I mentioned, as a cover of sewage system. Many really, they use yes. the statues yes. for the cover for yes. the sewage yes. system. Yes. 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 Exactly, and we can show you. Oh, I'd, I'd love to see it. For example, this <laughs> block. This was originally a statue. You can see. You can see the shoulder. Yeah. Yes, the, drape, the, the drapes. Of yeah. course, and feet also. Now it looks. Did you just dig that out of this spot? It looks like. Yes, it was laying like this way, and we uh, see that it was originally a statue, and we lift it up. So you'll you'll just leave that there from now on, basically. Yes, yes, okay. we leave uh, to show people how this used, what was it before, etc. This it all looks so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's got to be exciting to set it all up and see it of come course, together. Of course, of course. For example, last year, all these blocks were collapsed. 
over the street. And last year all the uh, re-erected here. And it was a great and exciting work. This looks beautiful. Tell me about this. Uh, this is called in archaeology Opus Sectile. Uh, it's a kind of pavement uh, made with uh, square or uh, geometric shape uh, marbles. Now, are these stones, all of these different ones, are they from the local area or does this no, no, tell no, no. you that no, 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 they no, brought from, these from everywhere? From different areas. For example, some of them are local. There, uh, there are two marble quarries near here, but also there are uh, other marbles from other regions and also other kinds of stones from other regions. So you needed more spiritual life. You needed something else. Where did that lead you to next? It came into my life in a very special way. Tell me about that special way. What was special? It all happened here in this small town. My husband's parents get very ill, so I had to leave my job and leave the town and move to his parents' home to take care of them. My husband's parents live in a small village. They own very little. Beside a small television that hardly worked was a radio and receiver station that we didn't have back home. Radio that was used for communist propaganda is now putting out Christianity. Yes, that's right. And I had the chance to listen to all of these programs, and during that time I had the chance to listen to Voice of Hope, and they spoke about small general Bible rules. These were very familiar rules. Everything they said, I understood. It was very interesting because I love the bells while we're talking, and I understand they do those by hand. The people play those bells? Yes, these all bells are different sizes, and they are played by hand. <laughs> you said you found a special radio program, though, that you really liked. Yes, this was Voice of Hope. They offered Bible study. They were going to mail me the homework, and they weren't pushy. If I wanted to do the homework, I did. If I didn't, I didn't. So I decided to study, because it's never too late to study. So tell me what happened when you got the Bible studies. What, what did that mean to you? Yes, I did my homework, and I received the answers. I finished 24 assignments in these courses and received a diploma for passing these classes and I went through a long break after that. Through the lessons, I understood I need to believe, I needed to get baptized. But where do I go? Where is the church? And who do I talk to? And I believe that the Holy Spirit worked very well for me. And I think that everyone in my church prayed for people like me, for those who needed to come to Christ. And I happened to run into an acquaintance of mine. I never knew she went to the same church. 
And she, without knowing that I had finished the Bible courses and I didn't know she attended this church, decided to share this happiness with me. She apparently got baptized and that's where our conversation started. During Roman times, what was the area famous for? Oh, and the wealthy of this, it comes from textile exportation and the main uh, commercial good was textile. In, during Roman period, the textile products of city was very famous and uh, also they, was very, uh, they were very expensive uh, because it mentioned in the uh, price list of Diocletianus. Now I'm told that uh, the wool, a lot of it was black. Yes, black. black. Yes, black. How did they dye it, or why? Why was everything black? Why black? Black. Uh, the first reason was the color of the sheep, and also uh, it was specific that uh, the water of this region uh, was very really good to uh, have that color. To have it was good to paint the woolen product with that color, and it was. Uh, giving to the wool a very uh, impressive black color. Good quality, deep, yeah, dark, of course, rich. Deep. Yes, and mm -hmm. it takes it, uh, doesn't lose its color. This tea uh, has a population in 2nd and 3rd uh, century AD, over 100,000 population. 100,000 people lived yes. on top of this hill? Yes, because the city uh, placed over a Five square kilometers area. It's a huge area, and it's normal. A hundred thousand people is normal for this city. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger. Many of them involve miracles of God. But certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories. In the face of death, another radios given by angels, coming to Christ in a Muslim country. These and many other stories. It's simple. Just log on to www.awr.org storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go. Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. Log on now to www.awr.org storybook. A lot of people come to Laodicea, they hear about the lukewarm water of, of the Bible. Heropolis is right over there. For years I've heard them say about the water came from there. What's, what's really the situation? You're the archaeologist. Ah, the warm water, in fact, it's at Hierapolis. And uh, people go to Hierapolis for warm water. But uh, people come to here to be a pilgrim, especially in modern times, also in ancient period, because uh, this city mentioned in Holy Bible uh, because of the letters of St. Paul to St. Epaphras and one of the seven churches of uh, Apostle uh, found here, it's in here, but uh, as an archaeologist I cannot say this building is the church of uh, Apostle. Uh, maybe there was uh, only uh, a name, not a real building, 
but people come to visit uh, the Holy Land, which uh, St. Paul uh, give importance to this city. Now, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this because people all over the world mm -hmm. are interested in this site. So thank you so much. We, we are inviting all of the world, all of the people of the world to Laodicea to see it uh, because there are lots of things to discover and we uh, advise them to see here. And it was my pleasure to tell you something. You just find out that your friend is actually a member of this church. What was your reaction? My reaction was happiness. I was invited to church by Ina, and I finally had the chance to attend this church, not alone, but with my friend. So this was different than listening before in the Orthodox Church you couldn't understand, but now you've got someone that you can understand. No, because it was divided in two. First half was the assignments, and second half was the preaching. I'm now able to open the Bible understand things. Can you imagine, I was so annoyed with the whole religion that I decided to sell my house because of my Christian neighbors. Can you see how big a step I took in my life after this incident? That's not all. I rented an apartment and on the first floor our church rented out a big room to have service there. That's when I started to believe that Things like that don't happen in accident. Isn't God amazing, the things that He does in our lives? Yes, our Lord is a great Lord. So you went from moving away from your neighbors who were Christians because you hated to be around a Christian to now you're rejoicing in Christ in baptism. Yes, it was so nice. As I walked out of the water, brothers and sisters were singing me songs and for my baptism gift, which was amazing. They invited my instructor from the Bible study courses. I've got to ask, do you share Jesus Christ with others now? I share with my close ones and with my co-workers and as I travel. Not everyone accepts this, but I don't blame them because I used to be the same. What would have happened in your life had you never heard AWR? I think that is what's going to happen, because if a person has a soul and a good in them, it waits for them. Christ will find them. I knew that I had an angel watching me because when I was singing out of the book, a feather fell out of the sky and landed on my book. I stopped to sing and then I saw the color of my guardian angel's feathers. To the angel of the church in Laodicea write, These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, 
the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. And you say, I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, so you can become rich, and white clothes to wear, so you can cover your shameful nakedness, and salve to put on your eyes, so you can see. Those whom I love are rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I overcame and sat down with my Father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Wasn't that a great story we heard from Toma here, how God has led in her life? But I have a little postscript to this story that she told me after we finished her interview. She told me when she first started studying her Bible lessons, she did it secretly from her husband because she thought he might not approve of her studying the Bible course. One time she got us some lessons in the mail and there was a question that was very difficult to answer. And she thought about it and then she decided that because her husband was an educated man, he might be able to help her with the answer. And so he came home from work one evening and she asked him that very difficult question. He smiled and he said, you didn't know it, but I have been reading and studying your lessons all along. I have read them all. She thought she had them kept in a secret place, but he had found them and he was studying them. Now, he is coming close to understanding the things that she has, but he hasn't yet made his decision to accept Jesus Christ completely. Because he still is involved in this logical thinking, educated mentality. And as Toma told me, sometimes you just have to believe. Well, that's the rest of the story. We can continue praying for her and her husband. And uh, the Bible verse that comes to my mind here is the one in Proverbs chapter 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will guide your paths. God is the great architect of our lives and He brings things together that we never knew might happen otherwise. Continue to join us here at Adventist World Radio for more stories of people around the world like Toma who need to hear this message and are so happy when they receive it. I'm sitting here in the ruins of Laodicea. You see, AWR goes around the world. If you'd like to partner with us, give us a call, 1-866-503-3531. Or you can write us at 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904. Or you can log on to our website at www.awr.org. 
And thank you for watching. Please join us again for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world, AWR is making waves.